welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as the Preach Network proudly presents Seth Trav's Super Special Holiday Specials Special. And now, Seth Trav. Why, thank you, Reinhold. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 10 of the Super Special Holiday Specials Special, and as always, I am Seth Trav. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take it back to the oldest holiday special that I have on this list, and it's going to be from 1978. It's Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. <laughs> That's right, everybody. I'm doing Sesame Street. I'm just, I'm doing it. I, I like this special an awful lot and i grew up with it it was always on on in my house it was on the vhs of all the christmas specials that i had taped so it was it was just there it was ready for me and it and it had a deep effect on me um growing up just because i'm gonna get into it a little bit later it plays in everything else we do but first ladies and gentlemen let's kick it off they start the episode off at a nice skating rink everybody's skating singing dancing having the best of times oscar the grouch on his skates in his can still it's a trash can mind you he's got fleeted feet very fleet-footed very light on them for somebody wearing a trash can uh you know bizarre bizarre i'd say to say the least um <clears throat> oscar starts teasing the big bird a little bit after the event uh tells him hey santa's not coming because you got no chimney. What if you can't squeeze down the chimney? You're just not getting nothing. Naturally, Big Bird has a panic attack over this because that's what he does. That's, that's Big Bird's move. He has panic attacks on the reg. And Oscar stirs that pot per use. So Big Bird sets out to figure out how Santa actually gets down the chimney and goes on something of a quest to possibly catch Santa Claus in the act. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Bert and Ernie, they're looking for the perfect presents for one another. Uh, you know how that goes, ladies and gentlemen, when you're looking for something and you really want to get it for somebody, you might be hard up for cash and you're willing to sell that kidney for them. That's basically what Bert and Ernie are willing to do for each other because they head over to Mr. Roper's, uh, the junk dealer. I guess it's a pawn shop looking at it now. It's a pawn shop. Um, and they decide like, Hey, Ernie, you know, Ernie knows that Bert is a avid paperclip collector, collects a paper clips. And he puts them, like, together in a chain, like a bundle, a ball sort of thing. Paperclip paper clip collector. It's a thing, I guess, as it turns out. It's definitely a thing. So he decides that he is going to trade Mr. Roper, his beloved rubber ducky, for a cigar box in order for Bert to be able to, you know, hold all his paper clips. Stand-up guy. Mr. Roper, of course, is just like, you really want to get rid of your rubber ducky? Ernie, that's your prized possession. He's like, oh, but it's for Bert. You know, so I'm going to do it anyway. Oh. So he does it. Then Bert comes in. Not 20 minutes later. He's got himself his paper clips. He says, you know what? I see, I see a lovely soap dish in the color pink. That's, that would be great for Ernie to hold his rubber ducky. It's always getting lost. It's always everywhere somehow. So I'll trade you the paper clips for that uh, pink soap dish you got there, Mr. Roper. Mr. Roper says, your paper clips? Bertram, my word. I, I never. You would get rid of these for your chum? He's like, meh. Of course I would. It's Ernie. Meh. So he 
gets rid of his paperclips. Also, he can have uh, a soap dish to give to Ernie uh, to keep the rubber ducky that now he no longer has because he gave it up too. What's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? While that's going on, Grover's talking to some kids about their thoughts on Santa. Cookie Monster is dealing with his addictions, trying to figure out the perfect cookie. He winds up eating a typewriter, trying to write a letter to Santa, trying to figure out about cookies. Then he winds up eating a telephone, trying to call the North Pole. Uh, There was a creepy kind of like dial tone at one point uh, coming out of him. And then I think some of those like jingles, you know, the jingle bells that you hear and maybe a little ho, ho, ho. This is where the episode started to get creepy for me. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're all tying this back into. Then you got Big Bird. He's still doing his stuff. He's trying to figure out how Santa get down this chimney. So he uh, enlists the help of Snuffleupagus. That's right, Snuffleupagus. Uh, so he can try to, you know, climb up on him, hop down a chute, see if he can get, you know, through this chimney deal. Needless to say, it doesn't go as planned. So Bird decides, hey, I'm going to just head up onto the roof. In the middle of this here blizzard here. Not tell anybody, mind you, but I'm going to head up onto this roof. And uh, from there, I'm going to wait it out. We're going to see what the freezing cold has to offer. Hopefully, it's a Santa Claus. Uh, then you head back to Bert and Ernie. They give each other their gifts. He's like, hey, I got you a cigar box. It's for your paper clips. And he's like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> of course, the paper clips. I, I love it. I love it. And he hands, you know, Ernie the soap dish. He's just like, oh, through the ducky. Oh, oh, of course. Like, oh, oh, you know? And they're both like, oh, God, I, I got rid of my things. Then what's that? A knock on the door. And who is it? The shop owner, Mr. Roper. And he's giving them back their items. He said, you guys, y'all are silly the way you did this. Uh, I saw your spirit of the season, and I want you all to have a happy, very, and a merry what have you. So he gives them back the, the things they had traded for originally and he wishes them a happy and a merry uh, on the way out the door stand up guy they have a good chuckle about it it's a very who's on first type situation that they get themselves into now ladies and gentlemen I'm going into the crux part of this this is, this is the part that I wanted to talk about with you because we've got the sister show we've got from the crib he's doing happy horror days he talks an awful lot about a creepy Santa Claus as you know there is one or two creepy Santa Clauses this Santa Claus freaked me out as a kid. Like, I was legitimately afraid of Santa Claus because of this show. Because at the end of this episode, Bird's sitting up there. He's on the roof. He passes out. He goes to sleep. Everybody's freaking out. They're calling him off in the distance. You hear the echoes, Bird, where are you? And he's just shivering in the cold. Then you get this creepy kind of music. And you hear those soft footprints in the snow, you know, coming up. And then, and then there's just a silhouette. There's a shadow cast on Big Bird's face as he's got, like, icicles hanging from him as he's freezing alone in the cold. And the mu- I don't know what it is, but the music scares me. The scene scares me. The whole thing. Big Bird wakes up in, the, in that kind of, like, haze that you would from any sort of unexpected nap that's only lasted 20 minutes where you're like, Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'm alive, I'm alive, oh my god. You're just more confused than rested. So he's like, what just happened? He runs downstairs. He sees everybody outside their door. They're like, Bird, we were looking for you. And he's like, I tried to get Santa. I swore I almost caught him. Oh my gosh. I swear it was him. We don't even know. They're like, there was nobody here. There's nothing going on. They open the door and what do they see? The entire place. Halls decked. All of them. Every one of their halls in this apartment on Sesame Street. 
completely decked out in the the best Christmas finery known to man. Uh, think about showing this one to your kids, ladies and gentlemen. I know there's got to be more Sesame Street Christmases and probably other holiday specials, uh, not the one from 1978 that I chose to talk about, but but this is the one for me. Think about it. Let me know if you would show it to your kids because I was creeped out and I'm still creeped out by it. Watching it as an adult and hearing the music and seeing the silhouette again, it's super creepy to me. And it's 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 weird that I'm like, I'm nearly 30 years old and I'm watching Sesame Street and I'm like more afraid than I was at The Conjuring 2. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Think about what you want this holiday season. Think about what you ne- want next holiday season. Think about if there was any episodes that I should have talked about this year. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of holiday to go around. And sometimes we don't have the time for all of them. But for all of us, ladies and gentlemen, here at the Preach Network, I have been Seth Trab. This has been the Super Special Holiday Specials Special. And we want to tell you to have a happy, very, and a merry what have you. And to always practice what you preach. Preach.